Hello, hello, everyone. We are so excited to be here today. I am Rebecca Taber, and I have Kylie Oda with me. And today we get to share with you guys, I'm going to do a formal introduction for Kylie in just a second, but today we get to talk with you about burnout archetypes and why that impacts the, or the impact that they have on your health and how you operate your business. And honestly, I just got tied up because I thought, am I saying that word correctly, Kylie? Oh, well, I say archetype. archetype. Okay. All right. I'm all good. Correct me any step of the way. Um, so we are really excited to bring this to you today because um, we want to discuss burnout so that you learn how to avoid it in the first place, how to recognize it if it's happening and how to recover and so much more. We'll talk about that in a second. But the reason this is so important is because as entrepreneurs, as go-getters, as driven women, being driven is an asset in our ability to experience and live our greatest God-given potential. But if we don't learn how to appropriately apply our drive and create space for rest, it will lead to burnout and burnout then negatively impacts your physical health and also impacts the way you are showing up within your business. So and Kylie and I both have personal experience with this. And so we'll talk about that a little bit today. Our hope is that by the end of this conversation, we bring greater awareness to this topic because it's, it's a little bit more talked about today, but it's, it's not still given the attention that it deserves so that you can be proactive and know what's going on when it starts happening. Cause I know for me, yeah. initially I was like, I, I didn't know how to put all the things together because it wasn't really talked about. So, um, no, we want to, yeah. And we want to equip you so that you know how, like I said, how to prevent it, understand the warning signs, what worked with us, right? We're not medical doctors, but we have the experience. So what worked for us to, um, overcome it, um, and so with that, I want to give a warm introduction for Kylie, because this woman is so amazing, and I'm so glad and feel honored that we are connected. Uh, but her background, and uh, jump in if I miss anything, but you left the oil and gas industry after experiencing adrenal burnout, and you became yeah. a health coach turned marketing operations strategist, and you have been have 15 years experience of managing high profile, multi-million dollar products, projects, which you now get to leverage that knowledge of automated processes to help other coaches in the industry with their launch and planning strategies so that they avoid the burnout um, and be, and, and are able to have successful launches with ease instead of the stress that normally comes with them. Does that sound about right? Yes, yes. And um, I just wanted to say or go back to what you said before, like when I got diagnosed. Yeah. I, you know, it's all God's timing. Yeah. Um, so my husband was, I was in a shift working industry where oil and gas is a shift working industry. My husband came from the airlines into oil and gas. So that's where we met, but he came from, you know, a shift working industry into another shift working industry. So when we met, right, I was that driven woman. I was a single mom yeah. for like eight years and yeah. I, all the things. And I was trying to start my business so that I could leave the shift working position. Cause like, it sucks to be a single mom on shift work. Just yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I can and when he came into the picture, 
I was falling asleep all over the place. So that was my telltale sign that I was, something was wrong with me. Yeah. And he was like, like we go to the movies or we go out to eat dinner and like we get back in like well in the movies of course because it's cool it's dark and then like next thing you know I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and he was like something's wrong with you I was like no this is, this is normal and there were a lot of people in oil and gas too that like we'd all just plop in our chairs like, even like on the night shift especially where it gets right. you know it gets quiet and it's like, like you catch like one of us dozing off or whatever. Yeah. And the company provided us coffee, so that yeah. was good, right? <laughs> Maybe make sure we had coffee we later, right? Right, right. And um, so when he was talking about that, it took me actually a couple of months to take him seriously. I was like, no, this is normal. Yeah. Right. This is just how I am. It's normal. And he's like, no, something is wrong you have to go to the doctor. Like he thought I yeah. had some kind of diabetes or something. He's like, yeah, or narcolepsy, something. He just thought something yeah. was wrong. Yeah. Um, and so I went to the, um, luckily I was seeing an MD who was switching over to like Eastern medicine. Yeah. So we ran more tests than normal. Cause I know there are a lot of people right. when I started talking about my experience, they're like, especially in my industry, they were like, yeah it's normal. Like, why did you have to like see a doctor? And, and there's was, almost this stigma of like stigma. Mm -hmm. weakness, like what you're not holding oh. it together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not so much yeah. anymore, but ours was, a, my, I believe if I remember correctly, yours was a few years ago. Mine was a few years ago. So there's a little bit more awareness, but we still get to do a lot better when it comes to bringing the awareness because it really impacts yeah. your daily life. I know a lot of people, when we say burnout these days, especially everyone's working from home and the, the work and the life lines are like super blurred. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, but people think like burnout is exclusive to corporate. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're working too much. And then, right, how many of us went from corporate working a 40 right. hour week? Then we come into entrepreneurship and now it's like 14 hour days because it yeah. never shuts off, right? Wake right. up, social media, ma managing all the different things. And that's how I started to learn about marketing operations because I, I, I come from an operations background in oil and gas. So we had yeah. systems, we had processes, Right. a lot of them were automated. And I was like, like, and uh, I'll be honest, I got my health coaching certification not too long after my adrenal burnout diagnosis, but I wasn't ready to leave the workplace. So I was actually right. coaching and working. Like, we'll talk about driven, right? right. <laughs> I was working exactly. and, yeah. I was exactly. working and, um, and coaching because I was like, well, I need to build up enough income to leave. Yeah. You know, like trying to do, uh, yeah, yeah. I did you that. learn, I you learn. Yeah, I think that's, but that's how I got into automations. Because yeah. right in the health coaching industry, I I had set up automations because my cat, I work. Right, these weird shifts. Be resourceful. Yeah, and like just going back and forth with potential clients, like how to get them on my calendar. It's like no, just here's the link. Here's the automated email confirmation. Like right, just pick a time. 
Right. I know, you know, pick a time for my calendar and blah, blah, blah. Be done yeah. with it. Now it's a, it's a thing. But back then, the automated calendar wasn't really right. as, you know, as, as much of a thing. So yeah. my my colleagues, like we were all getting the certification course together. They were like, how did you do that? I'm like, right. I don't know. You just do it. You set no it up. Because no one told you that you couldn't. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, other people's doubts plant seeds, but but you are just like, this is what I need to do. So this is what I'm doing. Because that goes back to the driven, which I'll get back to in just a second. But I do want to, if I can share a little bit. Um, so also for those of you, because we always have new people joining us. If you're not familiar with me, I'm Rebecca Tabert, former overweight atheist, corporate girl, turned fiercely fit, Jesus, Jesus loving first, which then helped me become fiercely fit. And then actually, that's exactly why I'm an entrepreneur. But my story is for another day. Today, I help Christian women specifically um, truly understand the foundation of health and wellness. Uh, and a lot of that is related to sustainable weight loss, but it's so much more than that. So back to yeah. here. One of the things that I do want to plant is kind of give some of the other symptoms that I experienced because yeah. for me, I literally didn't know to put everything together. And when what we have in common as entrepreneurs, a lot of us, which we'll get to talk about the archetypes archetypes. It's going to take me a minute, um, which if I was somebody else, I'd be embarrassed by that, but I'm going to choose not to. Uh, so the, a lot of us are uh, very, very driven, which is what really is one of the aspects of being an entrepreneur and allows us like not better than anybody else. We all have a role to play, but it's just one of the qualities that can really um, equip us to be who we are to do what we're called to do and also it can really be used against us because we just go right like right. you just did that job and took on the health coaching because that's what you decided you were supposed to do and so many of us do that so we just keep going and in, in when we're not aware we kind of don't pay attention our version of quote-unquote stress is at a whole different level than most people so it yeah. just becomes our normal way of being and doing and so with that, for me, I started noticing I was tired a lot, but honestly, that wasn't the thing that drew me. Um, I do naturally have low uh, blood pressure, but I nearly blacked out a couple of times and that scared me enough to like, okay. Um, and I was having extreme joint pain. I was um, feeling as if I was like, I would have these emotional swings where I work on emotional mastery. Like this is part of my thing. And right. yet I was in this season where I'd have these moments where I felt like it was an alien out of body experience. And I like, there was two instances in particular, which I don't share out of pride. I share out of like, that's honestly between nearly blacking out and losing it on two people I care about two different instances, whatever. The second time I was like, okay, this is now affecting yeah. other people. And uh, similar to what you shared, and I think this is important for women to pick up on is that Absolutely. Go to all the doctors and also look at alternative, um, what I don't think should be alternative, but it kind of is alternative um, uh, yeah. medicine, right? Yeah. Uh, I happened to walk into a more naturopath doctor that was recommended. And I felt like he was just a genie in a bottle because he- yeah, when I was tired, I would I went in for I think I named those two symptoms, and then he started naming and you feel like this, and you feel like that, and you probably have this. And I was like, 
I had no idea because the, that to me, I just said was normal. Like for example, joint pain. Well, I work out all the time. So joint pain was right. new, but I just assumed, well, I'm getting older, whatever. Right. And so I had just considered, assumed like, that's just normal. Like our brains are wired. I'm not putting this on you or anyone else, but my, my self-talk was suck it up. You're fine. Right. And so same, same. Yeah. And I mean, and we're talking like, about oil and gas industry for me as well. So it, the the closest thing I can give to you guys is there's a movie, Chucks, with like Mark Wahlberg, with the whole Gulf. Uh, I barely, I vaguely remember it, but I'm horrible at remembering names too. Yeah, and there's just um, a lot of just male locker room banter. We'll just put yeah. it that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah. Emotion. <laughs> oh, so it, I don't share this part often, but the same time that I was out on medical leave to heal myself, someone else was also out on medical leave for cancer. And I, they thought I was faking it and they okay. gave the cancer person like all the sympathy in the world, but they are both like uh, invisible diseases right? Yes. You can't yes. see adrenal burnout because yeah. it's your endocrine system, right? And you can't yeah. see cancer because it's right. internal. And right. the only time you can see cancer is like when tumors develop outside of the body right. or if someone's going through like some kind of chemo and then yeah. they start losing their hair. Like other than that, most yeah. people look normal right? outside. You know what? I think that's really powerful for us to talk on too, because I'll tell you like, the the mental grit, the strength, all the things that I was going to say we profess to be, but we really truly are like God made us this way for a reason, right? Based on our life experiences, whatever he's cultivated us and refined us into this level of, of strength. And yet I like, I was told that the only reason I wasn't curled up, they were floored that I wasn't curled up in a ball in bed. And they said that it was because of my physical strength, my health and my faith. That's doctor. I don't know if he had faith or not, but he's like, because it's just always part of my conversation somewhere or the other, not intentionally. Um, right. And, uh, and with that. And so after, after he kind of put it all together for me, it actually got worse before it got better so much so that I was praying, Lord, please give me my drive back. Like you put me in this industry and I, the last, I don't even want to work out. Like, and that scared me because this is my right. passion. This is what I love right. to do. It's not just a physical thing for me. It's a stress relief and all this kind of stuff. And so that whole experience to me was like case in point. It took the strength out of me. There was, I could not physically have made it any different, right? He told me it was going to be a two-year recovery. And I'm like, give me a couple months. I'll be fine. No. Right? Like maybe for regular people, but not for me. Yeah, not after yeah. the the level that we. So this is why it's so important for these women that um, are in our conversation today, either live on replay. If you're watching live, say hello. If I we are streaming on multiple platforms, so if I don't see your comments, we will circle back and make sure that we answer them as you have questions, as thoughts come to mind. Please be courageous and let us know if this is relatable, so that we can um, reach out. Kylie has this amazing because the goal of this, what I. Um, started to say is that the reason this is so important for all of these women watching live or replay is because we don't want you to get to the points that we were at. It is a very exactly. long and hard road to recover. 
And so Kylie has this amazing quiz that I took to. I was like, wow, that's pretty interesting and spot on, right? <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I want to admit some of that, but yeah, okay, right? Um, and uh, but super powerful quiz. We'll we'll drop it in the links. But right now, we want you guys to really be present because what uh, Kylie is going to help us walk through is how to identify what archetype archetype. <laughs> Say it for me one more time. It's it's like the word arc arc. arc. Uh like arc archetype yeah archetype like architect but archetype yeah got it okay so they she has this amazing quiz that teaches us what archetype you might be and when you think about an archetype it's basically uh, you can might equate it to a category and then based on if you guys have been following me for for those of you that have been with me for a while you'll know that i use the word um, like lens, the lens that we see life through, right? And oh. that lens identifies how we see and respond to what we're seeing, right? It's all based on our lens, which comes back to thoughts and emotions, which is something that um, I teach on. And obviously, uh, Kylie, it's got to be part of your system too, because of what you do. Um, but within our programs, it, it's a process to figure that out. But Kylie has created this amazing quiz that gives you an idea specific to this topic of how you're kind of, I want to say not hardwired, but the wiring that you've developed so that you then know how it's applying, how it's showing up so that yeah. you also know how to, to bring it back to center. Cause there, every yeah. strength is a double-edged sword, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And so I wanted to speak on that yes. and cause we, I've been going like around the table with some people as I've been developing you know, the archetypes more and more, um, nature versus nurture. Yes. Like what, talk. what, like, how are we like born and how many, you know, like what is innate and what is learned? Yes. Yeah. You know, um, Tell I'll just say I, I have, my mom is a perfect, like both of my parents are perfectionists. Like my dad works, um, now, he doesn't work as much, but when I was growing up, he had his day job, he had his side hustle and like yeah. seven days a week, this man was working. And yeah. then my mom, she like, she kept the house spotless. Like, yeah. I, uh, sleeping with the enemy. I always use this example when I talk about my mom and like her perfectionism. Remember that movie with Julia Roberts and married to that narcissistic husband yeah. and everything yeah. like, Sorry, mom, but like her, her <laughs> house is always spotless, but she grew up. My, right. my grandmother was in real estate. Yeah. So the it house always had to be show ready. So that's yeah. why that's the standard for the way my mom, like just is. Yeah. yeah. You know, powerful. Yeah. And then having to live up to our parents, you know, expectations, yeah. like that's a whole nother factor in burnout. Right. Like, Right. Or why are you not like your perfect sibling? Like, why can't you be more like so-and-so? Like, there's yeah. all, of, like, like you said, the lenses that we look through or the lenses that other people are looking through when they look at us, you know, there's so many right. different and then it's angles. The, the meaning we give it, right? Because you can take two people that had the exact same experience. Like, we haven't talked about siblings, but 
you can take like our personal siblings, but so I'm just going to use this general analogy, but you can take two siblings raised in the exact same household experiencing the exact same events and they respond to them completely differently and take two very different paths of life, right? Because yeah. it is that combination of what is going on around us and the meaning we've given it to it. But tell yeah. me, how does that, um, it, how can we tie this to the archetype? Okay, so uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the endocrine system since, right, yeah. this is more of a health uh, type of show. I love it. So, um, right, there are four stages of burnout, like in the physical, like how it affects our endocrine system. The first stage, like we have, right, it's the fight or flight, the right. fight or flight in our system. And the primary chemical involved in burnout is cortisol and the, uh, you know, the adrenal glands and the cortisol and those are like the two primary hormones that are involved in burnout. Like just jump in anytime too. Yeah. Nope. Like, <laughs> you got it. You got it. Love it. And when I, and so I was in stage three burnout when I was about 32. So I didn't get my diagnosis until I was like 36, uh -huh. but um, I was on hormone replacement therapy at age 32. Yeah you know, I had like really horrible periods, um, maybe a bit of endometriosis, never officially diagnosed, right, just had really bad periods, yep. PMDD, you know, like, yep. the whole thing. And yep. um, I was like, this just sucks. And yep. so my doctor put me on and I was getting migraines, because when your progesterone, that's what my doctor told me, like when your progesterone drops during um, the shedding of the lining of the uterus, right, it can, um, if your cortisol levels are too low already, it'll spring up a migraine. So that could be another sign that you, your hormone levels are like out of whack. Right. If you get migraines every time you have your periods, so just putting that yeah. out there. Like right. I said, yeah. disclaimer, we're not medical doctors. Right. This is just when like our, our personal experiences. Yeah. yeah, 100%. So, um, but bringing it back to the archetypes and cortisol production, right? The um, cortisol is our fight or flight chemical, essentially. And when we experience stress, our bodies react differently to them. So there are four different ways that our bodies react to stress. So right, it's fight or flight is the most popular. Mm -hmm. And then it's um, uh, freeze and fawning are the other two. Like yeah. I can't read my notes. So if you're um, going to take the archetype quiz, it's burnoutarchetypequiz.com, but you'll see that there are four different archetypes. So one's the powerhouse, one is the popular. So I, I like alliteration, so they're all P's. Yeah. I had to find words that fit. So I powerhouse, popular, um, the perfectionist, and the philanthropist. So yeah. these actually correlate directly with the four different uh, stress responses. So the powerhouse, their normal um, stress response would be the fight response. The fight response, yep. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. right, because you take action. Like if there's a yeah. problem, you're the girl that they're gonna call because yep. you're the action taker, right? You're gonna make something happen. 100%, right? so y'all, I took the quiz already <laughs> and I'm a powerhouse. I went to look at I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> Very, and, very spot on. So very spot on. Yeah. And then the popular archetype is 
you know, um, very outgoing, like she's always like out there, you'll see her on social media or go to a networking event. And she's the social butterfly that's always, you know, like, she's the perfect hostess. And, um, but her, her stress response is the flight response. So think of her like the social butterfly. And if you take the quiz, and this is you, um, like all the archetypes and how everything was put together, was God just kept dropping um, visuals to me and how it shows up and like, I'm like, oh, seriously, that's good. <laughs> and then I would talk to people and they would, you know, corroborate. And I was like, right. okay, cool. Right. So the flight response for the popular person. So, um, right, for the popular person, it's really all about saving face mm. when it comes to stress, right? So yeah. they will... They will flight. These are the people who um, will procrastinate a lot too. Like if there's a stressful mm. event, yeah, because they want to stay happy, they yeah. will just like not do anything. Like I, they wanna, like they they love the. Um, I don't know how else to put it because I'm not really like trying to be speaker? rude. Yeah, they, um, they liked. Um, yeah, they want everything just to be happy. Yeah, and. And there is a difference between the popular and the philanthropist. So the philanthropist is more of a people pleaser. That's how they cope with stress, right? So th that's the fawning um, stress response where it's, it's slightly different, where one will just like take no action and be just like frozen and take no action. The other one will take action, but make sure that they are like make, making sure that everyone else is happy first yeah um and um when god showed it to me i was just like oh seriously right but i, I love was like downloads. and um wait did i say freeze no popular is the flight like they like to just escape from the stress my bad right. they like to just escape so they'll they'll like keep the party going they'll like Oh, let's like go over here. It's happy here. And yeah. oh, let's just go over here because it's happy over here. Yeah. And they will just like flit around. That's why I like I call them like the social butterfly. They will yeah. just flit from flower to flower and be like, oh, what's happening over here? But it's a, a lot of it is just avoidance. Avoidance. Right. I was gonna say avoidance, yep. Yeah. And so the last one that we didn't get to is the perfectionist. And um Actually, these people, they, it's a different form of procrastination. Um, I, they, like the, all the archetypes, like there's mixes and um, sure. overlaps, but they, they love taking action or like they love the doing, but they like planning. So sometimes they, these people can stay stuck in the planning phase. So they feel like they're being busy, but they're not actually taking like real action. Yeah. Yeah, busy but not effective. Yes. And that's where like we like I'm sure as we're listening to it, I know I see glimpses of myself in just about any of them. Right. Yeah. And or like a blend of two. Like I definitely I've learned I'm a recovering type A. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so today yeah. I'm like, let's just get it done. But even then there's sometimes where it's like, oh, I just one more thing, or if I just do it this way, or I'll do it and then I'll go back and look at it five times. Like reanalyzing it after it's done even right and so there yeah. can be blends either way that's a really and i'm telling you the quiz is 
phenomenal because it's very spot on. Oh, thank you. Yeah, even You're like so welcome. I dropped the link in the comments. Um, okay. Stay with us for now and then just grab the link or come back to it um, so that you know, because they you want to be able to really be focused and just not second guess your your answers and all that kind of stuff um, when you take the quiz. Yeah. So now that we kind of have the understanding of what they are, do you want to go into how to like once the, are, the lady is joining us, know that what type they are? then they yeah. can start to look at the three areas that you mentioned that are most critical, which is the time management, project management, and how to leverage it so that we can get um, like maximum ROI, right? Yes, yeah, because right. that's what I am all about. Yeah. And this is, it's not new, but, and I just keep it on a post-it note. Yeah. It's the time wheel, so. I'm not familiar with that actually, to share. Yeah. So the time wheel is something that God dropped into my spirit. I'm going to say a three, oh, is it five years ago now? Shucks. COVID, you know, like those two yeah, years yeah. are such a blur. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> most times when people talk about burnout, it's like, oh, I didn't have enough time. And that, you know, it, it's, yeah, they usually say that it's a time problem then god dropped this i love acronyms i love yeah. acronyms and alliteration so just me too me too so he he was like it's it's a time issue but t stands for time i is ideas m is money e is for energy and execution so time oh, and god. money yeah. are on opposite sides of the wheel meaning they are um what was why are you escaping me today they're, they're proportionate. Yeah, they're proportionate to one another. So and that's where the project management brain of mine comes in, right? Yeah. Either you're going to have the time to do it, or you're gonna have to pay somebody else to do it if you don't want to. That's right. basically what it is, right? Right, right. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's time versus money. And for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, when we come in the game, we don't have a lot of money. Right. So that's why we find ourselves spending a lot of time on the back end of our business doing all like the admin we're yeah. like we're the jack or the jill of all trades because right. we don't have the money but once the money starts increasing then we can afford to buy some of our time back by outsourcing yes, yes. or like outsourcing to people or outsourcing to apps and automation process yeah processes automation. yeah mm -hmm. absolutely which is your specialty yes yeah i know i love i love my apps and and then on the other side of the wheel is I and the E, so the ideas and the execution. So yeah. right when we're we have a lot of ideas, and I'll relate them back to the archetypes like in a second. But we have a lot of ideas. If we don't have the energy to execute, then right, like it's there's not nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. So how they relate to the archetypes is um, the philanthropist is um, has is the is the one that has the most time management issues because they put other people above themselves so they have a hard time saying no they have a hard time setting boundaries yeah yeah and if we look at your calendar it's full of appointments with people <laughs> so that's how it ties in to that that time um portion of the time wheel and uh the popular person right she is the i she has a lot of ideas Right? She's like, I yeah. have a lot of ideas. And um, she generates a lot of like 
ideas up here. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to the execution piece, she struggles. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the money piece, so this would be the powerhouse where like the driven people, like I'm not saying that we're driven by money, but in the money category, um, um, there are three subcategories inside of the money category, and that's like career development. Right. Um, just um, because she likes to take action. Yeah. Right. And action just equals money. Yeah. R really, right? If we're if we're talking about entrepreneurship or talking about right. corporate, like the people who move up the ladder quickly are the people who get actionable um, right. results. Right. So that's why the powerhouse is um is usually in the money category and then the e i was like what is it, is it energy to, so he was like you can use both letters it's the energy to execute yeah and in the e section um so right this is the perfectionist because this is like the the physical um like the the doing the doing the doing but right. not a whole lot of actionable results results like yeah. they, they like planning they like um you know just the busy work of being busy yeah and um, I would use is like spinning your wheels yeah. like Joyce Meyer talks about it in relation to worry she said worry is like sitting in a rocker all day because you can you're not going day, anywhere not going anywhere it's the same thing with like the busyness there's right. a difference between busy and effective yes yeah. So yeah, so that's it in a nutshell. And um, can you remind me where I was supposed to go with that? Sometimes I get so you were, like, no, you're good. You were how, like that analogy of the time works in with the archetypes. And I imagine yes. when you have that knowledge of where you're at, it's not and like you've said before, it's not one is not better than the other. We're all uniquely designed for a reason and for a purpose, but understanding oh, yes. how, whether it's design or what we've created, but understanding how we are showing up then empowers us and or you when you come alongside of them as a coach to put the right systems and process in place and or put in some accountability for maybe like the ones that, you know, when we're procrastinating or getting in our head and not moving forward type thing. Um, yeah. So that you can produce an effective result without the burnout. Okay, I remember what the original question was. Is like how, like based on your archetype, like how can you basically um, show up your shortcomings, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So per archetype, the powerhouse. Um, so it's it's really hard because the powerhouse is like she's the type A, she's the get her done girl. Yeah. So it's really hard to say like, well, how can she get more done? But what she really needs to do is really focus more on rest so that burnout doesn't become an issue. And right. to really have or find a place in her life that embraces rest. Right. Because I mean, God rested on the seventh day yeah. I always remind my clients, like, God rested on the seventh yeah. day. That means yeah. we have to rest, too. And well, like, and as, as somebody that has struggled with that in the past, which I am thankful to say, like, honestly, adrenal fatigue, I was like, at one point, I was like, you're going to die if you don't figure this out. Like, you're going to die if you don't figure out. Like, you're going to have a heart attack if you don't at yeah. whatever age I was at the time. I don't even think I was 40 yet. 
Um, yeah. And heart attacks run in my family. And yeah. if you don't figure this out, if you don't learn how to slow down, and now he also gave me the saying, slow down to speed up, right? Sometimes we have to slow down in order to speed up, right? And so it's that yeah. understanding that it's in the rest that gives us the strength to go back and really be effective in what we're trying to produce. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And I love that. So with powerhouses, they get to focus on embracing rest. Yeah. And the question that you have to ask yourself is, why am I working so hard? Like, what is driving me? Yeah. And a lot of the times it it is back to like, well, this is what my mom says is clean. So my house is not clean until I get it up to my mom's standards. So I, therefore right. I cannot rest because we were, right. we grew up in a house where it's like, there's stuff to do. Why are you sitting around doing nothing? Like, right, right, you right, know? right. Yeah. So if yeah. we grew up with that, like what voices are in our heads that are compelling yeah. us to continue to work? Uh, and a lot of times people in the powerhouse category have a hard time shutting it down at the end of the day. Yeah. So uh, I do this myself. Yeah. I, I journal at the end of the day too. Like it's yeah. good to journal in the morning, you right. know, glean right. the manna first thing, but brain dump at the end of the day. Right. So that you can get it out. Like I did that last night. I was like, my brain won't shut up. I have a lot of things happening today. Yeah. I'm onboarding a new client, blah, blah, blah. So I, I just wrote it all down. Like I what is on my brain thing, brain dump. And there's, there's science behind that too. The science supports that when we physically get it out on paper, it like there's, I can't remember the, the detailed explanation, but our brain allows us to release it. And because it has a yes. place and, and what have you. Um, and there was something else on that, like, oh, and also God's word, like just because he's been bringing this verse front to mind to me. And I can't remember, I want to say it's in Joshua, but I don't want to misquote it, but it talks about you, we meditate on his word day and night, and then we find our way prosperous. And when prosperous, we're not just talking about money. We're talking about like everyday joy. Like we get to yeah. enjoy everyday life, not just like strive and get through, but actually enjoy the experience. So um, well, like it says, right, prosper even as your soul prospers. He doesn't talk about prosper even as your bank account prospers. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very true. Very true. So powerhouse, like, what's the next one? Yeah. Powerhouse. Um, I wanted to add something to the powerhouse. There's a lot of like keeping up with the Joneses energy there mm. too. That's why it's in the money category. Yeah. 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 Like, well, what's she doing? I should, yeah, I should. Comparison. Do, yeah, a lot of comparison as well. So powerhouse. Um, popular. Um, so I am like a combo between powerhouse and the popular. And I'll just say this for social media. Like, yeah. I, I don't like writing. Like, writing is hard for me. Like, I'm not yeah. going to speak that over myself. But a good way right. for the powerhouse to, uh, excuse me, for the popular yeah. to get, you know, all of her things done is use verbal dictation. Oh, nice. Because a like lot it. of us are verbal processors. Yeah. So just get a dictation app. I love otter.ai. They're changing their, their tiers right now, but I think you can still get in on the free app. I don't know how much you get on the free version of the app, but it's otter.ai. 
and you can dictate into your phone and it will automatically transcribe. That's fantastic. Yeah, you can that. do the same thing in Google Docs from your phone or from your computer, right? There's a dictation microphone icon that you can just turn on. And I noticed that on accident the other day. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> and you're just reminding me. I was like, <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. So I hit a button somehow. Okay, so yeah. verbally dictate. So what is the what is popular get to focus on? So like powerhouse needs to be mindful of embracing rest. What does popular get to be mindful of? Using um, like pleasure as a way of escape. A, okay. a lot of it, um, a lot of the popular archetypes may have been diagnosed or have self-diagnosed as ADHD. Like, oh, I just love being all over the place. So just yeah. getting more grounded and just yeah. sitting with yourself because um, like the stress response is the flight response. So it's like, why right. do I feel like fleeing right now? Yeah. Like, why do I not want to sit here and do this? What is coming up for me that like, is this scary? Like, is it like going to expose like some kind of vulnerability? Like, why am I avoiding doing the things? Yeah. And that takes a lot as somebody who is self-diagnosed ADD for sure. If I had been you know, 20 years younger, maybe even 10 years younger. Um, it's It takes a lot of self-awareness to recognize that you're doing, but to encourage people when you, like, it's like anything else. You just start. Like sometimes the, what I teach my clients is sometimes learning is actually learning in reverse, but you're teaching your mind. mind. Like yeah. you look back and go, oh, I did that. And you think through why you did it. And when you're intentionally, when you're intentional about it, then as you keep practicing that, eventually you become aware of it ahead of time or in the moment. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. Like, I didn't realize that I was doing the avoidance thing. I'm like, no, I'm just busy. Like, right. Uh, yeah. I'm no. doing all these great things that aren't actually getting done, but they're all really good. And they're, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. For a lot of times. When we're facing something hard, like I don't like writing a newsletter every week. So then like, oh, well, this admin stuff needs to get taken care of or the, right. the dishes need to get done. Like, yes. yeah. like, oh, I didn't vacuum this week. Maybe I should do yeah. that. Like not now. Yeah. So like anytime you feel well, like. It's worse at home. I know. I yeah. Know. Okay. So Just popular. Avoiding. What's the next one? Um, the perfectionist. Right. So she has a freeze response. So that's why it's a, it's similar, but different. So right, she yeah. um, if she's doing a hard thing, um, she will likely procrastinate because it's never perfect. And so right. it's a different type of avoidance behavior. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. It is like. Um, Interesting. I, Interesting. A lot of like, so I wonder if one of the examples of freeze would be numbing out is the word that I use because a lot of the women that I work with, and this used to be true for me too, is not oh, realizing right. it at the time, but the numbing out was the food. It yes. was, I wouldn't have put a name to it then, but that's actually what I was doing was not wanting to deal with the emotion that was coming up. So in like, that's not the talk for today, but like, food really does create, a, as you know, probably a chemical response. So it does meet an immediate need and set you up for a really quick fall. 
And so, but your, your brain only remembers that immediate need. So it, right. it doesn't, it might not even feel like you're freezing, but that's the, that is what's actually happening. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you'll find that, so it's a different type of avoidance tactic where a lot of the, um, perfectionists will say stuck in planning. Yeah. It, there's a term that I didn't coin it, but it's called procrastinate planning. Right. 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 You, you I keep trying that. to perfect like either your systems or the core, you're, you're doing everything else besides yeah. locking the thing. So let's say if you have an online course, you yeah. re-record it like, oh, but it's not good enough. Or you want to adjust right. the landing page or like, oh, maybe the, the colors and the fonts. Right. Like, it's not popping. And there's yeah. all of these things. And right, it, if we're looking at it from a perfectionist standpoint, like it's not good enough. Right. You know, and a lot of times perfectionists, um, they, they freeze or they, they don't take the actual action that you know, God intends them to take for entrepreneurs. We don't take the leap. We don't launch the thing in our businesses because we're afraid of um, rejection. Yeah. And that's why we work so hard as perfectionists to get everything perfect. Because if we're not perfect, we open ourselves up to rejection. And like, right, if we're rejected, especially as entrepreneurs, right? Like, You put out a post and it gets crickets like that yeah. hurts, especially for yeah. perfectionists to have behind the scenes been perfecting this post. Right. They right. thought they made a perfect graphic and yep. oh, I love it. And then they put it out into the world and then they get crickets. Yeah. And then it, then they just freeze the next time they will not take any action because they're afraid of the judgment. Yeah. Not being yeah. like, yep. Yeah. And, and so what's the, the fourth powerhouse popular perfection? Uh, this is And the philanthropist. So the philanthropist is right. Their stress response is the fawning, the people pleasing. So um, these are like the supporter type energies where they love supporting others. So a lot of these people will overgive, and that's yeah. the source of their burnout. So let's say we're coaches and we have clients. It's like, well, like we let people like overstep our boundaries way too much. Right. And it's, it's another type of rejection. Like if we don't give, then we're going to offend someone and then they're going to shut us off and then we're going to be rejected that way. And what does that mean about us? Yeah. Right. Like, oh, and especially like if you say something hard, because we're coaches, right? Yeah. We have to give the tough love. Good coach. If we too tough. <laughs> yeah. We're too tough. And then we get crickets. We're like, yeah. oh, was I too hard on them? Oh, I knew I shouldn't have said that. Like, what if I lose all my clients? And like, right. what if no one wants to work with me anymore? And then, but then we, we you know, we, uh, we water ourselves down. And then we, you know, we have this protective shell that really no one can get in inside to see, even though we love people because we, we love supporting our clients and what have you, but it has this, um, yeah, you know, counter effect. I can see that it's a fear of being vulnerable because there's the need and want to be liked. Yeah. 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 And so, the, um, the other, the other downfall for the philanthropist is 
undercharging. Oh, because yeah. right, and that's why I chose the the title philanthropist. Yeah. Like, oh well, let me just give you a price that makes you happy, so that you don't reject me. Because everything is about you, the client. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you're happy. Yes. And I will just like bend over backwards. Not saying that we shouldn't nurture our clients, but not to the point where we are bending over backwards at the expense of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. That's 100%. sure fire way to burn out. Yeah. And not 100%. be able to do. And that's why that's why this is so important is to understand this. And re regardless of the category, but especially for philanthropists, because that's a, a place in my heart too, is that the understanding that um like if we are, it, it all ties together that if you aren't taking care of yourself, then not in a selfish way. And that's one of the paradigms that I am on a mission to help women understand, like self-care is not selfish. It is the prerequisite. And so self-care shows up in a lot of different ways. One is like understanding the value. And I'm not a business coach, go to Kylie, but um, understanding the value of the result that you're able to give your clients and you are actually doing them a disservice if you are undervaluing what it is that you're giving because then they don't see the value like part of our role is to help them see the value of the transformation so that they value themselves right yeah I and mean, especially as moms right we can get caught up in that I'll just say like from my personal experience and experiences um, that clients have brought back to me regarding just like childhood experiences, right? Yeah. When we weren't nurtured or loved enough and that's where the philanthropist can kind of kick in like, oh, well, right. I need to take right, care yeah. of these people. And cause I wasn't loved. And it's like that self-fulfilling prophecy where like, oh, let me just, you know, shower you with love, especially if we've been involved in narcissistic relationships and or yep. codependent relationships. Like there's this um, weird energy that could start to develop between coach yeah. and client. And like you said, it's a disservice to our clients if we're in that energy as coaches. Yeah. Like we have, we we are the leader in that relationship, yeah, right? And as such, we need to hold the space. Yeah, hold the space for them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so good. So I learned a ton. And again, what I what I see and like it, it's so. This is one of the things that honestly I am super grateful. As you know, my story of uh, leaving corporate America to follow God's lead to equip and empower women. Started a boot camp at a park to uh, building a brick and mortar fitness business, and I am so incredibly grateful this is why i talk about coaching so often because i would not be like the statistics on business failures we're all very familiar with them and i would not be where i am today wherever that is right i still like not where i want to be not where i used to be right like the vision yeah. that i that god has put on my heart is so massive and i'm so excited and on fire for that but all of that to say is like where i am wouldn't have happened if it wasn't through the power of coaching and where was I going with that? The power of coaching is really what made the difference. Oh, I know. And also the one thing that I didn't even know existed as I went through much of my entrepreneurship career is the understanding of our being. And as I like that, and so to be able to align with a coach that understands the being aspect and also has a specialty and a gifting in 
systems and automation and street like so that you can do the launches without feeling stressed out and overwhelmed and all those types of things like that is incredibly powerful and it's not a common attribute within coaching i think that we're seeing a little bit more of it but it's still pretty unique to have a business coach for like all different you know like everyone has kind of their niches also within business that but that also understands the being part of being a woman and the dynamics that follow and to be able to take that yeah. level further and have the understanding that you have Kylie of the the types of being and how that shows up in business like that's huge that is huge i'm so grateful for the work that you um, are doing and i just want to affirm you for that and affirm that like i was actually just shot a video on this yesterday like our life experiences, they, they don't need to define us if we allow God to refine us through them. Oh, yeah. You're a perfect yeah. example because of everything that you have experienced is exactly why you're so gifted in what you do today. So I just want to honor you for that. It's a blessing to me to watch it, to see it, to be a part of your energy and your circle. Um, is there anything else that you want to leave with today? I, I'm going to um, drop the link to the quiz and really encourage women to not miss this opportunity to connect with Kylie, understand the, the archetype. And now I'm nervous about that word. <laughs> um, understand You're your perfect. Archetype. You got it. All right. It only takes five times, but it's okay. Perfect <laughs> our imperfections is one of the things God has helped me understand in my bones. Um, so I'm going to encourage you to connect that way. Um, but is there anything else like final thoughts or anything that you want to kind of close on Kylie? I forgot to add this piece earlier, but how I healed from my burnout was Netflix and chill. Like I yeah. literally, I had to stop doing just Yeah. Cause I, you know, I took some time off from work to heal because of the rotating shift. Yeah. My doctor was like, nah, there's yeah. no way you're going to heal on that kind of shift. So he took me off of work for a couple of months. And when I was home, I was still puttering around. And yeah. he was like, no, like my numbers weren't going anywhere. Yeah. And then he's like, well, tell me what's, what you're doing during your day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I'm home and I'm this and this. And he's like, no, it's not a time for you to work like to right. work on that honey-do list. Done. <laughs> yeah. No, you're supposed to rest. And I was like what does that even mean? Yes. I, I, I literally didn't, I couldn't like comprehend. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? As I had been working hard, like my whole life. Yeah. Like never yeah. allowed to sit down. Like if you're sitting down, you're lazy. So I'm like, uh, you know, yeah. like the things that were ingrained in me. So I had to like literally put on Netflix and I found a, a, a thing that I was just binging on. I don't remember what I was binging on, yeah. but I just binged it like, yeah. for a week straight. And just, I was like, wow, I haven't sat down in like a year. In a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I was able to sleep better and like just my whole nervous system relaxed and regulated. I was on high alert for years. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't know how to relax. Yeah. So. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. And I think that's a really good, I think actually that's one of the reasons why it did take me quite a bit. Like I definitely got better over time, but it did, it was prolonged because I was running my business. It was me. And so with an amazing team, 
but also just the way we're wired, right? Like, like I definitely, I took time off of training those, like I physically couldn't show up to, to like train myself. Uh, however, I, I got, I, kept going and I actually like six months right. into it, a half like, marathon. What's a little admin on the side? Like I'm not, yeah, yeah I'm not doing yeah. the hard stuff, but I can do like yeah. the, the yeah, lightweight yeah. stuff. Right. But right. your brain's still engaged and yes. burnout. Honestly, if I had to leave anyone with this last remark is burnout, the healing burnout starts here. Starts with your mind for those that are and listening to audio. Yeah. Because I've worked with a lot of six, seven figure entrepreneurs. They hire me to streamline their businesses because they're overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, they have too much work coming in. They want to streamline yeah. and scale. Amen. So they hire me to bring, you know, to yes, you know, get yes. everything streamlined. But it's funny, the people who aren't like fully tapped in into yeah. the process, they're like, Oh, cool, you freed up a whole bunch of time. Let me pile more on. Right. I'm like, no, that's not the point. Right. Which <laughs> the is point. like, and 100%. We, I talk about that in health coaching too. It all starts like that is the foundation of what we both do. Like, and I just said this earlier this week is like, we could teach, I could teach you the tactics for health and wellness and well being. Kelly can teach you the tactics for like streamlining your business to scale from six to seven figures or scale from wherever you're at. And yet, the thoughts that drive your behaviors need to be addressed in the process or you're going to end up where you started yep, yep. exactly exactly yep. amen thank you so much for your wisdom and insight i this ladies as you are watching live and on replay if you're on any of the socials where you can drop comments drop some love and thank yous for uh, kylie's time today if you're watching on youtube i'll get the um link posted to connect with her directly the quiz um, in all the other platforms as you're listening to this on the podcast as well. Um, Faith, Fitness, and Freedom podcast. Ladies, I love you. I thank you so much. Um, and once again, I thank you so much for your time and attention today. I really appreciate you. Bye thank for you now, for everybody. Bye. You're welcome. My pleasure. Bye for now.